Hi, everyone. This is our first episode of the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. This is uh, it's, it's a long way coming. And here we have uh, we have the beginning of this journey. This is going to be like a subset of the Planet Homemaking. It's still Planet Homemaking podcast, but we're doing this now on video and audio too. And uh, we're going to be bringing a lot of amazing people that are doing that are stepping up right now at this most momentous of times and, and they're bringing their genius they're bringing their light into the world in so many different areas and today we're starting with a wonderful amazing woman that i, I have the privilege to have met and and uh, her name is Anne van de water and she is uh, uh, she is a life coach and um and is the creator of the true self mastery. She's a life and business coach, a health and wellness teacher, and a spiritual guide, and much more than that. Welcome, <laughs> Anne, to the show. Thank you. It's so amazing to be here. I love the name Pioneers of the Awakening. Yes. We are. <laughs> so tell us something interesting about yourself that most people don't know about. I've shared this before, but I'd say it's pretty esoteric and unusual. But I remember my conception. I remember being the egg and I remember being the sperm. And as the sperm, my mantra was, I am the one. And as the egg, my mantra was only the best. And the as the sperm, I knew I'm the one and all my brothers thought they were the one too. And when they were struggling, I wanted to stop and resuscitate them and help them. But I knew if I did that, I wouldn't accomplish my mission. So I just kept going. And as the egg, it was like only the best. No one's getting in here unless it is it is the best. And when I, as the sperm, got to the egg, I had to, I had to hold that frequency of I am the one. I'm the only one who can do this. And I finally won over me the egg. And I allowed the sperm in because I knew, yeah, this guy knows he's the one. And then there was a big explosion of light and I was created. And my very first memory was when I was, after that was when I was five weeks old. And that memory was, I am love. I am here to be love and to share love and to receive love. And it's just who I am. So those are those are my my creation stories and kind of my mission stories. Wow, that's amazing. I've never heard anything like that. That's just like, <laughs> oh my God, it's just blow my mind. I'm like, wow, I don't I don't even remember when I was like five or something, you know, maybe four. It's pretty that's amazing because we were there, right? And right. so all of this is it's imprinted in either a subconscious, unconscious, or or conscious level, but we were there when we were created. Wow. What memory. Okay. That's amazing. That's amazing. So let, what, you, what was your fork in the road in your life that, that really changed everything that made Anne that mm. is now Anne, like the biggest one, the heavy one? I would say what I just shared 
is so much what has always been with me. And I have had many times in my life where I steer off course out of alignment with that creation story that I am love. I'm here to love, to receive and to give love. I am the one, I am the only one who can create the life that I've come here to create. And I'm the only one who can make it the best. And the best is being who I truly am. And I have had many times, just like all of us do as, as human beings, where I feel like I'm living out of alignment with that. And I have had, wow, I mean, I just went through a massive fork in the road and I'm going to share because I've had so many forks in the road and I actually feel that forks in the road are constantly happening and that we're constantly having to choose to either stay aligned with our truest, deepest, highest self or go out of alignment. And I would say with everything that is happening on our planet right now, I just had another massive fork in the road where I was like, you know what, I can either be part of the solution by embodying my purpose and my values And I can embody my truest, deepest, highest self, which means I'm going to have to let go of a lot of aligning with any kind of shadow frequency. I'm going to have to let go of grudges. I'm going to have to let go of resentments. I'm going to have to let go of judgments. And I'm going to have to know that miracles are real that I can change, that I can shift, that I can live in alignment with my more ideal self. And I just did that recently, again, where I just went, I am going for ascension. I'm not going to, I've been thinking of like right now, it feels like there's a rocket ship that's taking off and there's this massive like propulsion of life force energy towards our higher self, towards our spirit self. And simultaneously, there's the booster that's getting us up and that's helping us to go, that's helping us with this awakening right now. And oftentimes, the booster is something that motivates us because we we see things that we don't like and we don't want to be a part of the things that we don't think are for the highest and best good. And that as we continue to stay on track with our higher path of our our highest destiny, that we have to let go of the booster. And that booster right now is falling right now on the planet. And it's there's a lot that's crashing and burning. So I've been, what I've been doing, and this has been a huge turning point for me. So I'm like, I'm not going to watch the booster as it falls. You know, a lot of people when they're driving down the freeway and there's a car wreck, they just are like this and they just want to watch the crash and the burn. And then it slows down traffic and then it actually can create more accidents, right? Or you can just be like, I'm going to stay focused on where I'm going. I'm going to stay on my path. And I'm not going to be distracted by what's what's falling away. I'm going to stay 
on this path of the light, my higher potential, and activating the gifts within me that I've come here to be and to share. So I've been doing a lot of just like, okay, Anne, drop all of the pettiness and just, I'm, I'm just going for like, let me just be a bodhisattva. Let me just go for spirit. Let me be of service to the light in a way that I never have before. And I am experiencing miracles because of it. True miracles. Wow. Wow. You want to share some of those miracles with us? Yeah, I had a relationship in my life for a very, very long time. And one of the things that I have been recognizing is here on planet Earth, it's a yin-yang planet. We have darkness and light. We have day, we have night. And that we have shadow frequencies and we have light frequencies, but it's kind of a 50-50 type of situation here. And I have been really accepting the fact that I have that 50-50 within my own self. And so does everybody else. But I had really been holding a like, meh, about someone's 50% that was kind of more shadow frequency. And I had put up some boundaries and I was like, there's a line in the sand. But there was a bit of an emergency that happened where I realized I have to let that line in the sand go. And I have to let that boundary go. And I need to go for full love and full support uh, in this relationship so that I can be part of the solution on the problem right now instead of part of the problem. Because right now we have massive wars going on and massive um, fighting going on. Like I'm right and you're wrong and this is the way it should be and this is how it shouldn't be. And I have just been digging really deep in my own relationships with people, places, and things because that's where we see that the clash happens a lot, you know, besides the one that happens inside of ourselves if we're not living in alignment with who we really are. And I just went, I have to just cowabunga, put out (laughs) like jump off the miracles happen. I have faith and just hand out the olive branch. So I did that in a relationship recently, and I'm really in awe of what has, what has happened internally for myself, the sense of like relief that I feel And also seeing it expand out and the impact that it's having on that person and the impact that it's having in my family and my friendships with my clients and my students and in the world. And I know for sure that's the best way that I can make a change on the planet right now is getting into my own weeds in my own personal life and pulling out the ones that I don't want having 
in having in my garden, you know? And, and so that's been one of my big turning points. And I've done this before and I teach about it and I preach about it, but when the rubber hits the road, it's about, am I really embodying it? So right now my conscience feels clear because I did it and probably one of the most gnarly situations I've ever had to, where it's like radical forgiveness, radical let go, because I want to help on the planet right now. And so I have to do it right here in my own, my own life. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So what has been your worst moment? Like if we were to take Anne's life like yeah. a movie, you know, you have, you know, the beginning, the first act, you know, and and comes out of the sperm and the egg and then shows up here and yeah. he's, he's a little girl. And then you got your inciting incident and now you got your journey and then you're going down, 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 all the way down to the bottom, the bottom, yeah. the bottom, 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 bottom. Yeah. What has been, then don't leave no juicy details out of that. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you how do, how do we come out of that? Okay. The worst of the worst of the worst for me is always when I feel, I mean, I remember one time when I was in a relationship and I was fighting in this relationship after being out all day long, teaching love and forgiveness and peace And then I'm fighting in this relationship. And I remember literally saying out loud, this is not my life. This is not how it's supposed to be. And what I have come to realize is that the worst times in my life is when I am being a poser and I'm teaching about something that I'm not living. And when I'm pointing all the fingers out there and I'm not doing my own inner work, that is the worst. It's just like, it just makes me sick to my stomach. It's, it is always the worst thing that happens in my life. And it's going back to, I'm not living in alignment with what I was initially encoded with and that I chose as a soul, which is I am the one I'm, I am the only one who can create the life that I've come here to create myself. It's not your responsibility. It's not the president's responsibility. It's not the doctors or the bankers or any other leader out there. It's not their responsibility. I'm the leader. I'm the CEO. I'm the president. I'm the doctor. I'm the, I'm the one who's here to, to do that. And that is my core memory. So the worst is when I'm not doing that. And when I think somebody else should do it. And when I, I know what my own standards are for my own self and I'm compassionate and I'm loving with myself, but I know what I'm capable of. And when I, because I'm being 
resentful or, or I'm, you know, on my high horse or whatever, and I am not in alignment with my own values or my own purpose or my own standards, that is the worst for me too. And so those are the things that I work on every single day so that I take 100% responsibility for my own life, 100% responsibility, no matter what the circumstances are for my own beliefs and thoughts and feelings and words and actions so that the results that I at least experience internally are going to be as much of a vibrational match as possible for who I know I truly am. Yeah. Beautiful. So what lesson? Yeah, I mean, it kind of you already kind of introduced into that, but I, yeah. give me a little bit more of meat and what is the lesson out of this change, this, this uh, when you just suddenly like say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step in and I'm going to take responsibility for not being who I am or showing up fully in my life. What yeah. is exactly the lesson? Give us some, give us some meat there, some carne. I would say some carne. <laughs> Give me some pastor, man. <laughs> With some veganism. <laughs> impossible meat. Yeah. Ooh, no. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't like that kind of stuff. Oh my God. Who knows what is it made of, man? I mean, they, Give me the real that's stuff. That's a whole other conversation. So <laughs> this is, I feel, one of the biggest motivators. And I know this from losing my father. Well, I didn't, I, I, I lost, I, we lost his body, his soul and his spirit is blazing more powerfully than ever. But he said to me at the end of his life, because I in many ways accompanied him and as he made his journey from this world to the next. I learned a lot from him, big, big lessons from that. And one of the things that he told me, because at the, at the time that he was making his passing, I was doing like guided meditations with him and doing spiritual work with him. And I had been traveling all over the world as a yoga and meditation teacher. And living in Sedona and at a retreat center. And I was just living a very esoteric life and very unique. And it was my own life that I had created. And no one told me like, you can live like this. I just kept following the white rabbit and following my bliss. And at the end of his life, he said, if I had to do it all over, I would be doing it the way you're doing it, which is like creating this one of a kind, very unique life. And what I've learned is that the number one regret of the dying is that they didn't live in alignment with who they truly are. And that I would say is the biggest lesson of my life. And that it's, it's what I support everyone in, in doing is I think really big picture about things. Like at the end of my life, if I was looking back on this moment, would I say, yeah, 
you showed up as who you truly are. And there's a great Native American saying, there, it's a good day to die. And I do my very best to live with that lesson of, I don't want to have any regrets at the end of my life. So that if today, you know, I live this life and then I, I live this day to my full capacity as my true self, when I go to sleep tonight, if the great mystery decides, okay, Anne, you're out, we're taking you back out into the, the light, that I'd be like, cool, okay, mission accomplished, because today I lived as who I truly am. And that is what I feel is one of the biggest causes of the war and the disharmony and the destruction on our planet is when people are not living in alignment with who they really are. They, they are disconnected from their purpose. They're disconnected from their values and their guiding principles. They're, they, they're disconnected from their vision. And they're disconnected from themselves. And of course, it's going to make you angry and frustrated and depressed and why would you want to be here if you're not going to be who you truly are? It's like the, it's the worst, it's the worst feeling. So that's been the biggest lesson of my life and it will continue to be. And I keep it at the forefront of my consciousness every single day. Yeah. Okay. So what keeps you up at night? Oh, um, everything that I was just talking about, any time that I feel like, ooh, I, I always say, damn, I missed a spot. You know, <laughs> I, I, like to, I like to keep things clean. And it's when I feel like during the day I did something or I said something that was out of integrity with my purpose and out of integrity with my values. That's what keeps me up at night. Or when I'm believing or thinking or feeling or speaking or acting in a relating in a way, or I'm like, that's, that's not, it's like, girl, you know, that's not who you really are. That's not your higher capacity as a human being. And as a, a spirit, that's the kind of stuff that keeps me up at night. And gratefully, I'm not up at night very often. <laughs> and if I, it does wake me up the next day, I've learned, make the call, send the email, send the text. Oops, sorry. I, I apologize. And sometimes it might take me a while, you know, to realize Oops, I missed a spot there. Or, ooh, I kind of, you know, it's kind of like when you get bird poo on your window. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, God, the window was really clear. And now I kind of, I pooped on the window. <laughs> it's like, oops, I'm sorry. Let me clean that, that up. It's when that stuff builds up that that's why I don't think any of us can sleep at night. Right. And in the past, the things that would keep me up at night was when I was overwhelming and complicating my life by taking on 
more stuff than I needed. So I've gone through a massive transformation in my life because I've been through, well, a whole lot of natural disasters, but four major natural disasters. And the last one, I asked the land, what's the lesson for me out of this? And it said, go nomadic, go tribal, like live lightly on this land. So I went from being a mega maximalist to what I now call an opulent essentialist, (laughs) which is different from minimalism. And um, it's opulent. It's not like I only have one pair of shoes and one pair of pants, but I do my best to live with what I need physically, mentally, emotionally, soul, spiritually, and, and relationally. And in the past, when I would just have more and more and more and more stuff, that was when my life got complicated, overwhelming, and it would be hard to sleep at night because my subconscious is trying to like dump out everything that's not needed. And I'd be like, there's just too much to try to clear here. There's yeah. a correlation of accumulation with stuff that's already inside of your mind. So your mind is accumulating stuff and it's projecting, yeah. physically manifesting it on reality. Totally. So I, I totally understand that because whenever I feel like fuzzy or whatever, I clean yeah. <laughs> and it works. It totally works. You know, it's it like, does. Okay, I clean the house. It's like I clean my head. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So let's dive into the, the, the center of this. What is your vision for humanity's future? Mm. Anne's vision. Yeah. So there is, I've, al- I've already alluded to it. There is, and I know I'm talking about some esoteric stuff. I'm the most like practical down to earth boots on the ground person. And I'm super spiritual and cosmic as well. So one of my dear friends is a breathwork teacher. And I taught in her very first breathwork training and I got to take the training, including lots of breathwork ceremonies. And one of the breathwork ceremonies, I remembered a past lifetime, or let's say an alternate lifetime, because in the quantum field of consciousness, we know that the past, present, and future are all simultaneously happening. But I had this memory of a lifetime where I was in Lemuria, the ancient civilization of Lemuria, which was a very advanced spiritual civilization. And it was my role in that civilization to greet every soul when they were born and to say, welcome, who are you? Why are you here? What's your mission? What are your guiding principles? What's your higher purpose? What are the gifts that you've come to share? And then it was my role to help the souls of Lemuria stay connected to that, because if they disconnected from that, that would start to create rips and tears in the wholeness of the society, and the society would start to fall apart. So just like a symphony the way that you have an epic, amazing symphony is every single musician 
has to become a master of their craft. And then when the individuals all play their instrument to the best of their capacity, you have this off the charts, beautiful, beautiful music. And it's the same thing for our planet right now, I believe. It's the same thing for our human society right now. As I said before, I feel that there are many beings on the planet right now who did not have a benevolent caregiver from the beginning of their lives say, hello, you miracle. Like, it's a miracle that we're here. It's the chances of actually getting to be on spaceship Earth in this body vehicle is it's it's almost impossible. So the fact that we're here is is really, really magical and very special. And it would be so amazing if there was just a loving caregiver from the moment that each soul arrived here to say, hello, welcome to planet Earth. I'm so happy that you are here. I am here to love you. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you to stay connected to your true self, to become a master of being your true self with your beliefs and thoughts and feelings and words and actions so that you can live a life of purpose and meaning and make a difference and learn how to release stress and tension, heavy energy and heal yourself and restore yourself and to create and generate life force energy so that you can be part of this amazing adventure that we're all on. And the challenge that's happening right now is that there are many people on the planet who were not greeted that way and who have not been held that way and have not been nurtured that way. And they either don't have a family or they don't have friends or they don't have a, a group around them of people who are supporting them. And I feel that that is our higher destiny. And I truly feel that miracles can happen, but that we have to support each other in this way of being our one-of-a-kind, unique self, to stay connected to these inherent gifts that are inside of us. And we all are pioneers. We're all leaders of light. We're all change makers. We're all way showers. It doesn't matter how you do it, but I feel that we all came here for a very special purpose. And I feel that that is where we are heading, but it's a tall order because it loops back to what I originally said. It's about taking personal responsibility and saying, I am the one. I'm the one who can do this. And you're the one too. And you're the one and you're the one. And to stop thinking, because as we can see by what's happening politically, environmentally, financially right now, so much responsibility and so much power has been given outside of ourselves and I I am here to be an advocate for the individual to take 100% responsibility. Yeah, that's my main thing. That's why I call my, my work true self-mastery. 
Like you can think a better thought. You can believe a better belief. You can feel a better feeling. You can take a better action. You can relate in a better way so that we get better results personally and collectively. And I know that it can happen. And that's what I call heaven on earth. That's what I call the new earth. And I feel that there, the more of us that align with that, the more of us that are awake to this, the more of us that take personal responsibility for ourselves, that it'll keep snowballing and snowballing and snowballing until there's a tipping point in consciousness. Do you find, do you find uh, in your journey and what you've experienced with people that sometimes this uh, push to be better might actually be counterproductive to the nature of spirit that actually needs to kind of like decompose first maybe or something. And then we're kind of like, there might be a step on, on the road where, because I've seen in my life and I've seen a lot and I've had experiences where you're like, you're kind of like, remember that movie, uh, uh, um, Little Miss Sunshine? Do you remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was there was the kind of like the dad was like this, like, you know, personal development, you know, you gotta do this and blah, 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 and yep. we, you are a winner, you're a winner, you know. And, and it's, yep. it was it was it was against something that he was cooking inside that was an, an authenticity going on there. Right. And so the whole journey of the little girl was was about showing what it, what is what is really the journey. So sometimes like I've seen mm -hmm. myself. And I think that it's important to kind of like point out that it's 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 about you know bringing that best part of yourself and moving forward, but not forgetting to truly like see be authentic and, and loving yeah. at whatever recycling festering yeah. thing that is cooking you know or dissolving. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And thank you for bringing that up. So it didn't just sound like I was like, woo, <laughs> fantastic. The, the truth is, is that, like I was saying before, 50% of the time we, it's going to suck. That's like, I, it's just going to suck. The circumstances are going to suck. The way that we unintentionally think or feel or speak or act, we're going to be like, ugh, this is gnarly. It's going to feel disharmonious. It's the black side of the, the yin-yang symbol. And that is the part that I feel is kind of like the compost in the garden. That's the stuff that actually can help us if we're able to be with us, be with it. Um, we're both really into human design and the gene keys, right? And then what Richard Rudd says with the gene keys is that there are these three frequencies. We have shadow frequencies, we have gift frequencies, and then we have superpowers. And when it comes to, and, and when it comes to the shadow frequencies, it's like, they're just shadow frequencies. Like here's sadness here's anger, here's frustration, here's depression, here's meh, whatever it is. And 
a huge part of our journey is to use our gift frequencies, such as like compassion or love or acceptance or presence while we are with the shadow frequency. So it's like, I'm going to accept the fact that I am sad. I'm going to be compassionate about the fact that I'm sad. I'm going to still be connected to myself, even though I'm sad. When I do tapping, it's like, I, even though I feel sad, I love, appreciate, and accept myself just the way I am. But the problem happens for us when we think that there's a problem because we feel <laughs> sad and we then repress it. Like it's bad to feel sad. I should feel happy 100% of the time. And we repress it. And then that creates internal disharmony for us physically, mentally, or emotionally on a soul or spiritual level. Or oftentimes we freak out and we react to the sadness and create a giant drama. And then it can create external disharmony with people, places, and things. So my active nature. Exactly. So my way of personally working with it and what I do when I'm working with friends or clients or, or students is first we have to be present with the shadow frequency and develop our capacity to just be present with it and to let it speak in our, we have our, these parts of our brain, we have the animal brain that just wants to survive. And then we have the tribal or what I call the family brain that just wants to belong. And those parts of us have a lot of problems. They, they're, they get very upset a lot of the time with what's going on. And so we have to let that, those parts of us express themselves, speak. Yeah but we don't have to give them the driver's wheel yourself <laughs> can take the driver's wheel and be like, yeah, we're going to go for a ride. And you just tell me about how sad and angry and upset you are. And I'm just going to listen. I'm going to hold space. So that's what I feel is important to do for ourselves personally, but also do with the people that we love and that we're here to serve. And the thing is, is zero point energy is zero point energy and it's always happening. So there's always a clearing happening. There's always a releasing and a letting go. There's always that decomposition that you were happen talking about happening. It's just part of nature. And then there's always a balancing and a harmonization and a healing that's happening. And there's always a creation and a generation and a manifestation that's happening. And it's all simultaneously happening. It's the, it's the trifecta. And so growing our capacity to be with all of that while it simultaneously happens within us and all around us is part of what I call the art of living well. Yeah. Yeah. So that would kind of lead into my next question, you know, because it's the same thing. It's kind of like the same thing you're saying, you know, what are you doing right now to yeah. contribute to this vision of humanity? Specifically, let's, let's go dive into a little bit back into 
that very specific thing you were saying about greeting people, like being like you're coming into, because I, I, I personally think that's incredibly valuable and necessary right now. Just greeting people, man. It's like, hi, good morning. Hi, you know, and, and how welcome, you know, it's like here, it's like there's somebody, there's a hog, you no, know, it's like you showed up here and then they pick you up and they stay and look at you know, like, welcome, no. It's like, ah, you know, it's, it's just like, no, you come here and they like, you know, we don't want you, you know, it's like, it's awful. So I think it's absolutely incredibly valuable what you're saying. So what are you doing right now to, to coagulate, manifest, contribute and yeah. make this actual, you know, this vision happen? Yep. Well, there's the good old saying think globally, act locally. And the most local thing there is in my life is me. Because I am everywhere I, I go. So I start with me. What am I, what is my purpose here? And I write it down every single day what my purpose is, what are my guiding principles, what are my values that I want to practice and I want to embody, and I write them down every single day. What's the message that I'm here to share with the world? And I share and I write it down every day, and then what's my vision for my life? And I write it down every single day. And then my health and wellness. Am I taking care of myself? My, my physical, mental, emotional, soul, spiritual health every day so that I can clear the stress and tension so that I'm not like, you know, <laughs> and so that I feel like I'm staying in harmony and balance and so that I have life force energy to do my work in the world. And then I'm focusing every single day on consciously creating through cultivating the beliefs and the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions and the words and the actions and relating with people, places, and things so that it's as much of a match as possible as the vision that I hold for myself, for my loved ones, for those I serve, and for the world. So that's what I do every single day on the most local level. And then I extend it out to a greater level, which is I work with students and clients to do the same thing in their work through my coaching and wellness and, and spiritual guidance. Then I take them through the same process and I help the people that I work with process the heavy energy, process the stress and tension to heal and balance and to generate life force energy so that they can be the change that they want to be in the world. And then on a bigger level than that, my last book was called Everyday Initiations, How Every Moment is Initiating You to Be Your, your True Self, Your Best Self. And that's about everywhere I go with everyone in my presence I do my best to greet them the way that we've been talking about greeting souls, which is, wow, you're here on planet earth. You're a miracle. Oh my gosh. Like, who are you and why are you here? And I just do my best to smile at people, say hello, greet people, be kind, have 
conversations like we're having right now with anyone who wants to have this conversation, because I know that most people so deeply want to be having the conversation that we're having right now. More people than we even realize. They want to have conversations about things that matter. And then on the greatest level, I just pray. I'm in constant prayer and visualizing that everyone everywhere can be aligned with their purpose and their values and their vision and can make a positive difference on the planet. Because when we are, when we know we're making a positive difference, it's the it's such an amazing feeling. And then we know that we're doing our part to create a world where we all want to be and that we all love. So that's how I do it. And that's what I'm an advocate for everyone doing it. So what do you think we can do to inspire unity among the different groups of this truth movement, this great awakening? Because, you know, I, I can see you, uh, you're bringing your heart out, you know, loving yourself. Obviously, if we don't have it, then we can give it. And, yeah. and now, but how to actually like, because there's so many different, like we got, you know, the Christians and the Gnostics and you got the Patriots, but then you got the yeah. Patriots on bikes, you know, and then you got the Patriots yeah. on boats, you know, and, and, and then there's like, there's people that are like none of that. And then they don't like them because, but, but they are actually, but we all, all have this goal of literally just seeing the truth comes out. Like we all want truth. We want an end of, of, the, of the facade of this reality. And yeah. what do you think we can do to unify the people? So this might sound radical because right now the solution that is being shared, I would say in mainstream is about we consciousness. Everyone think about the collective. I actually feel it's the exact opposite. I feel it's about the individual. And Ra Uruhu, who was the one who channeled human design, he actually says that right now we are going through the process of moving from thinking it's about everybody out there to it's right here. I really, truly feel that it is the individual doing this work inside of themselves that is going to activate the greatest transformation in the collective. Because I don't know about you, but the issues have stacked. There are so many, like, so many issues. There's no friggin' way that I can help. I have, I'm like, I can't help with all of those issues. What do you mean? Which kind of issues? Give me an example. I, I personally cannot um, change the way that the government is being run. I can't personally help with the way that the medical field is the Western medical field. I personally can't help change the what's going on with the banking industry. I personally can't help with what's going on with other governments. 
And but other, you have access to the quantum field, you know, there's something yes. that you could do with your knowledge. Maybe not yes. all the people can, but you would. Yes, but that's what I just explained. Yes, exactly. I, I get overwhelmed and I feel absolutely power, powerless and purposeless when I start focusing on the massive, massive issues on the planet. But what is powerful and purposeful is if I do everything that I can right here with myself, because if my vibration shifts, then it's going to shift the vibration of the people around me. If my vibration shifts with the people around me, it's going to shift in the town I'm in. If the vibration of the town I'm in shifts, it'll shift my state. It'll shift my country. It will shift the the world. And so I know what I'm saying is radical and it's not of what everyone is saying, like, go do this out in the world and go do this out in the world. That's not how I do it. I do it right here. I'm full on grassroots. Like this is the grassroots right here. And that's to me what self-mastery is about. It's like transform yourself, transform the world. Change yourself, change the world. Master yourself, help others master themselves. That's how I do it. So you, you, you believe that if you uh, raise your frequency, you will be able to better collide, not collide, but better, better connect with another group or another person with a different point of view and find that kind of like an organic vibrational solution beyond the mind, beyond yep. the, the, the details that you organically, that can just happen. Exactly. And, and I'm, you know, this is the advanced mastery course and I am showing up every day, fumbling and stumbling <laughs> through this one, but yeah. You know, I have friends who during the during the last couple of years have completely shifted and being born again Christians and are then trying to convert me. And I just say, I love you and I support you. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful for you that you have found the path that resonates with you and that you've found your savior and that you've found the thing that gives you solace and that you found that you feel where you're making a difference. I am so happy for you. It's not my path. It could be, maybe tomorrow it will be, but it's not my path. I love Jesus Christ. I love the work that he did here on this planet. He was amazing, amazing way shower and guide like beyond the beyond and has taught me so much but i have friends right now that are going that's my path now and so what i find is other than if i feel that i see someone doing something that is causing like horrific harm to themselves or to others, I will say, I'm concerned about this. I'm worried about this. I want you to be okay. 
I want everyone to be okay on the planet. I'll say that, but my go-to, no matter what anyone is doing, is you have your own purpose. You have your own guiding principles. You have your own conscience, and you're you have to live with your own choices that you make in your life. And so, I love you, and I support you in making those choices that are aligned with your true self and that you feel are going to be the most benevolent thing that you can do for our planet. And that's the way, that's the way I do it. And it's really about activating sovereignty. Yeah. Personal sovereignty. And then just, that's what I'm always telling people. I love you and I support you. And it's hard. It's, this isn't easy. 50% of the time it is really really challenging and really, really gnarly, but that's part of it. That's how we grow. That's how we evolve. I always say like pressure makes diamonds, irritation makes pearls out of the mud comes the Lotus out of the storm comes the rainbow. So even if somebody's doing something that I don't personally agree with, I'll be like, I can't be around that right now. But if that's what you want to do, then you you have to follow your own inner guidance. Because we all, as we know from human design, we all have an inner authority. We all have an inner guidance system. And we're all doing our best. Uh, well, I'm not going to say that. My prayer, my vision is that we all do our best to oh, follow yeah. inner authority we're all doing the best unless somebody's murdering babies, you know, then that that's the end of the world right there. You know, that's where you draw yeah. the line. Yeah. And I totally, I totally agree with you. You have to respect your journey, respect other people. Yeah. And I think that there is, there is a line that, 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 that we're kind of like crossing, like it's right, right. The edge of like, okay, there's up to this point, you know, yes. Otherwise the whole DNA is going to degenerate and then yeah. we're going to become right. Yeah. So what's your favorite quote? <laughs> Love everyone and tell the truth. So be it. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> we're coming to the end of this wonderful conversation, beautiful experience we have here. What you have going on, tell everybody here, how can they find you? What can, what, what, what is that you're getting? You're, you got, you got music too, I think, and, and your yeah. books and you got like, you're a rock star in so many ways. I love it. Tell Thank people you. what you, what you, and we're also going to put the link somewhere in the description here for everybody, uh, um, and, you know, so you can find Anne and, and, you know, get her coaching and all, whatever the other things she's got going on, buy her book. Nice. Tell us, Thank tell us. you. Thank you. So yeah, you can visit me at my website. It's annevandewater.com, A-N-N-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. I am a health and a business coach, and I work one-on-one -on -one with people, and I also work with groups, and will soon have online courses as well, and I am a health and a wellness teacher, a spiritual guide. I incorporate all of that into all of my offerings. I do something called True Self Mastery Readings, if you're into Vedic astrology and Western astrology and the quantum field of consciousness and quantum 
physics and the I Ching and the Kabbalah. And those are a combination of human design, the gene keys and the North and the South node of astrology. And then I do all sorts of health and wellness teachings. I'm a yoga teacher, breathwork teacher, work with nutrition, meditation teacher. I teach about mental, emotional management, physical cleansing, prayer, affirmation, rest, relaxation, sleeping. And then I do work that helps you to connect with your purpose and your values and your message and your vision, and then how to consciously create it. And yeah, I'm a sound healer. I'm an author. I do 10,000 things and it's really fun. (laughs) Yeah. So anyone feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to connect with you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being with us. It's, it's been an honor. Um, This is the first episode of uh, Pioneers of the Great Awakening, and we're going to have more of these amazing, beautiful people that are standing up and they have something they know, something they they are standing for, that it's uh, uh, in in whatever way they perceive it, it's uh, bringing that value to the world, bringing that value to uh, to our evolution at this stage. And, and, you know, there's all these different points of perspective. We, we don't have the full picture. That's why we're, there's a lot of us here so that we can all bring our different points of perspective. And together we build this amazing symphony. If you're also interested of, of showing in this, in this podcast, if you are a pioneer of the great awakening, there's a, 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 there's going to be information somewhere in the, description here you can go to jorn.tv that's j-o-u-r-n.tv and click on the support button we have a whole program to to help people step up as pioneers people that know they're pioneers or, or people that want to become pioneers just like Anne. amazing epic beautiful gorgeous people that are stepping up and that have been here for a while lifetimes you know now this is it this is the time to yeah. Get in gear, get on that horse, and ride it to the horizon. <laughs> Thank you so much, and pleasure to you. have you with with Good us. To be with you. It's, it's been wonderful. We could see. We I, I see we're, we're going to be doing a, another one of these ones sometime. Yes, let's so do it. Here. Yay! Thank you. Love you. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Bye everyone.